This episode of Art of the Kickstart is sponsored by BackerKit. BackerKit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. Plus, if you want to create and send surveys, offer add-ons and pledge upgrades, or begin accepting pre-orders, BackerKit makes it simple. Over 2,000 projects and 4 million backers have used BackerKit, including many of the projects featured on Art of the Kickstart. Ready to try BackerKit? Visit BackerKit.com and sign up today. Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by the founders of Inerve React, Akshita and Ranjith. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, so you guys are a unique uh, product for us uh, here at Inventus Partners. You are our first product to go through and use all of the different elements of our new product development launch agency. So it's an honor to have you guys not only be a client, but be on Art of the Kickstart. So thank you guys again for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. So we have an active campaign right now on Kickstarter. I've done over six figures, doing really well with it. Let's talk about where this idea came from. Where where did it all start? What's the backstory? Yeah, so um, you know, Ranjit previously co-founded a biotech company, so you know, he's very interested in, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, you know, going forward. And, you know, I've always had an entrepreneurial, you know, spirit as well. But, you know, we came up with this idea when my mom, you know, came to visit a few times and, you know, every time we'd leave the house, she'd ask me, you know, did I leave the stove on? I can't remember, so we rushed back a few times. Um, and then finally, it's one time she actually left a pot on the stove um, with it on when we left the house. We had gone to a movie. A few minutes into the movie, she turned to me again and kind of gripped my arm and said, you know, I, I can't remember if I left the stove on. You know, and the first thought I had was, one, we live in a townhome complex, so we have houses on both sides. So I was worried about that. And two, I also have a dog. And so, you know, we kind of rushed out of the, out of the theater, ran home as quickly as possible. And the pot had actually melted. Fortunately, we got there before an actual fire had started, but we did have, you know, thousands of dollars in smoke damage. And so, um, you know, we really knew a solution was needed because, um, you know, we, it really could have been a lot worse. And we looked at the current devices that combat fires caused by stove tops and unintended cooking equipment and realized that, you know, they're very, very expensive. They're difficult to install for the average consumer and just, you know, ineffective in general you know, at protecting you from these kind of situations. And so we kind of put our heads together with Rhonda's engineering background. Um, we thought of a better way to do this, and and then we kind of just took it from there, um, and here we are. It's amazing. Let's, let's talk about these stats for a little bit that you guys have on your website. I mean, seven people die from a, US, from a house fire in the United States every day. 
There's about a thousand home structure fires per day in the United States. And like this is, you know, one of the leading causes of home fires are these cooking equipment issues. So, I mean, you guys are obviously helping solve this amazing problem that's happening every single day, every 85 seconds, as you guys reported, that there's a house fire in the United States alone. So it's, you know, it's ridiculous that there hasn't been something. And it's great that you guys have created something that truly solves a need for everyone, because I'm, I'm a victim of this. You know, we've got two small young children and you get distracted. You forget what's going on because there are so many things happening in everyone's lives. So, you know, it's, it's a beautiful product that solves that issue. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, Rendit and I really founded this company to not only make homes smarter, but safer as well. So you see a lot of you know, smart home products coming out that increase, you know, user convenience, which is great. But, you know, we saw this other side of it that we really wanted to tackle. And, you know, Ranjith has committed, you know, his current career um, to saving lives and, and improving lives. And so this is kind of another way we're trying to do that. Um, so, yeah, so we're definitely trying to combat all, of, you know, those stats and hopefully bring those down with our product. Absolutely. So what's unique is you guys came to our agency, you hit us up uh, about four months ago now, you know, with, with this idea and with this product. And, you know, it's been amazing that we've been able to, to bring you guys through the building and do the initial designs and the prototypes and build it out and get you guys to have, you know, the, the fully working prototype so quickly. Let's talk a little bit about the, the overall design process and what you guys have gone through in terms of different iterations with the product now. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously been been a long journey. We've been working on this for you know more than a year, and we you know came to Inventus with a prototype and you know that had the basics in it, and we really needed to develop that further and add all the features that we needed. So you know it's been a lot of um, R and D essentially because you know stove are all so different, and you know trying to design a device that works for you know all of them, both gas and electric, was really important for us. We also really wanted to put a lot of emphasis on making it look appealing um, because, you know, people spend a lot of time um, and money in their on, on their kitchens, and so we really wanted to fit in um, with people's homes. Um, and so that's why, you know, we spent a lot of time allowing people to figure a way to allow people to put their own stove knobs back on top of the device and then also making it very easy for the consumer to use. You know, there's a lot of gadgets out there that really require consumers to really learn exactly how to work it but you know we made it really simple so that all you have to do is turn your stove on and it automatically works so you know we've worked hard along with you know inventors to you know come up with a really elegant solution no and you absolutely have i think it's a beautiful product what were some of the challenges that you guys have encountered you know while designing and prototyping out the product yeah um there's you know because there's several unknowns um one is you know the varying uh sh shapes and sizes for the shaft that your knobs sit on and so trying to figure out exactly how can we make an adapter that works for pretty much any stove that was a major challenge and you know we're even currently refining that today to make it as simple as possible for users to install also, you know, the amount of torque that's needed to turn the knob as well is also different. So, you know, having to do a lot of R&D and testing to figure out exactly what sort of specifications do we need for a motor and what type of force do we need that to put out. And then obviously, you know, there's a lot of electronics that go into it. You know, it's Bluetooth, there's a tub sensor, there's a motor. You know, there's a lot of things that are going into this device and we're trying to make this as tiny as possible so that it doesn't stick out like a sore eye on your, on your stove. So that's also been a big challenge, and Invent has done a great job 
um, in terms of making a device smaller. Every millimeter in this device is now packed with, you know, electronics and, and materials. So that's also been a big challenge trying to get it down as well. Absolutely. So when you guys came to us four or five months ago now, how did you guys decide that launching your startup using crowdfunding was the best approach for you? Yeah, so, um, you know, there were several factors that went into why we chose crowdfunding as our initial source of funding. One of the way, one of the things was, you know, it's obviously a great source of non-dilutive funding. You know, it's obviously important for, you know, every entrepreneur to try to retain as much of your company as you can. But more importantly, it really allowed us to, you know, test the market, really find out how many people really want this device, how big is it a problem for people. Mm-hmm. And also get some feedback, and it's been a, an amazing experience getting all of these, you know, both positive and also challenging comments that make us think, and also maybe even make some changes to the device to make it even better. And also, what's been cool is, you know, being able to exceed our funding goal has allowed us to put in some stretch goals, and you know, receiving feedback into additional features that people would find valuable has been really helpful in terms of looking long term and seeing how the device should develop. So. It's actually, you know, in addition to the funding, I think that's a smaller part. I think the bigger part is interacting with your future customers and getting feedback. So that's been a, been a great experience for us. And that was actually one of the main reasons why we decided to go with crowdfunding. Absolutely. And it's great, you know, when you do get that feedback, not only from customers, but from people that, you know, are on the outside that, you know, think differently or have different setups for their, you know, product. With this year, you guys exhibited at the Consumer Electronics Show for the first time. What uh, what was your experience like there? Yeah, it was it was quite an experience. You know, obviously there were you know a quarter of a million people there, if not more. It was very very busy, but you know, similar to the feedback we've been getting through crowdfunding, we got a ton of feedback just from industry experts to buyers to just other entrepreneurs who were also exhibited in the same park that we were in. So, you know, it was really, really great experience, especially because we were in the Consumer Electronics Show, which is, you know, exactly the industry our product um, is in. And so, you know, overall, it was an amazing experience. We also learned a lot from, you know, other products that were also in the smart home area. And so, you know, got a lot of feedback from them. But, yeah, it was just a very overwhelming but, you know, wonderful experience to be there this year. Hopefully, we'll be there again next year and following years. Absolutely. Uh, what was the most valuable thing that you got out of attending this year? I think, um, you know, several things were really valuable, obviously meeting, you know, future potential customers and also partners. I think um, that was really great for us. Um, you know, we were approached by, you know, several key um, business organizations that would be really important for us in terms of um, providing additional revenue streams and also distribution pathways. So that was actually the most rewarding experience. and. You know, having people come up to us and say, you know, they've never seen a device like this and, you know, they would like to work with us and, you know, have this device integrate with their system. So that was a a great experience um, Mm -hmm. and that was really valuable for us. And we've definitely developed contacts that we're really going to, you know, stay in touch with over the next coming months. Absolutely. So what's, what's your biggest piece of advice for someone planning to attend CES next year for the first time? Uh, That's tough. I would say uh, chapstick water. Because midway through, my voice was gone, which is, you know, great. You're just meeting a ton of people and talking. So, you know, obviously, be prepared. You know, people will ask you challenging questions. You're obviously the expert on your own company and device. So just educate people the best you can. Have as many materials and business cards as possible. We almost ran out at one point. And, you know, 
people follow up on business cards at the end of CES, and it's been great to have your inbox flooded um, from contacts that you met at CES. Also, uh, make notes uh, on everyone that you meet because you will inevitably forget because you meet so many people every day. And so it's really important to figure out, you know, who, who is who and make some key notes to help you remember and stay in touch with those people. And also have fun, I would say, you know, walk around. That's probably something we didn't do enough of and something we will do more so next year is, you know, walk around, see what, you know, other cool things other startups are doing and, you know, you'll get great ideas and also make long-term connections. Yeah, it's really tough to pack all of what CES offers in just a three-day event, you know, with the thousands of uh, different exhibitors there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with, with the campaign, coming back to that, what's been the biggest surprise so far that you guys have encountered? Yeah, I mean, um, several surprises. I think some of the surprises is how many comments we've gotten, and we've gotten a ton of comments, and we've also gotten, you know, personal inboxes, um, from people who've had tragedies from, you know, cooking-related fires. Um, that's been touching to us, but also very motivating. So that was surprising to see so early, especially from a Kickstarter campaign. And also the support, um, it's been interesting to see that, you know, Kickstarter, you know, isn't our ideal demographic for our device. But, you know, it's been surprising to see so many kind of young techie and, and young males uh, being interested in supporting this device. So that was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, and I think, you know, having gone through a personal experience, you know, ourselves, it's it's been comforting, I guess, to know that, you know, there are other people out there who have had similar experiences, if not worse. And so, you know, it really makes us feel like we are making a difference and hopefully will make a difference in preventing these kind of situations from happening to people. Um, and I think, you know, our supporters so far have been very open in their experiences. Some people have even posted pictures of you know, when their house burned down or when their kitchen started on fire. Um, and so, you know, that's been, been really great. And like Brenda said, a very, very big motivating factor for us to continue moving forward. Excellent. So what advice would you give to someone else looking to kickstart their smart home product? Um, in terms of the crowdfunding aspect, I would say, you know, obviously have a great uh, marketing partner. I think that's really important. And it's something we'd underestimated when we were first starting the company. And looking to do crowdfunding, but there's just so much involved um, on the on the back end in terms of preparing for a crowdfunding campaign. So definitely look for a Kickstarter marketing firm. Uh, I think you really will aid in your success um, and really maximize your, your potential from the crowdfunding aspect. Yeah, no, we've certainly been happy working with you guys and helping out with all those aspects because, you know, again, as you've seen, there are hundreds of things to do just on the back end behind the scenes to make sure that these things get launched correctly. Absolutely. All right. Well, this gets us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a few questions at you both. You ready to go? Got yeah, it. All right. So what inspired you both to become entrepreneurs? Um, I've always had this passion. I think, you know, creating devices that can improve the lives of other people is, you know, very rewarding. And you know, with devices and businesses, you not only create jobs, but you can really impact the lives of many. So that's always been really attractive to me. Yeah, and, um, you know, I've always had, you know, entrepreneur, um, entrepreneur spirit in me. But, you know, I'd actually, my dream was to actually attend medical school. But, you know, when I stumbled across this idea with this experience with my mom, I figured, one, you know, this, was the, this would be a great place to start. And two, I could really be of most value and, you know, have the greatest impact doing this. And so I kind of just took it from there and haven't looked back since. Impressive. 
So if you guys could cook a meal with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? That's a tough question. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I have to say, uh, maybe Steve Jobs. I would say that um, Steve Jobs was obviously a visionary. He went through a lot of trials and tribulations, and you know, made you know a few key decisions that really turned his you know career and Apple around. So I think talking to him in terms of you know going through the trials and tribulations of you know being kicked out of a company that he started and then doing something else and eventually returning and really being a key part of of that company's success um i think is is a, a cool story to see how he how he dealt with that and what his thought process was you know every, everyone considers Steve Jobs as a genius so you know seeing as to what you know goes on in his mind and picking up key tips that would help you know our company going forward i think that'd be really interesting so what 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 meal would you cook, Steve? <laughs> uh, I'm a pretty bad cook, so I'm probably not the best one to ask. I don't know what uh, extra thing I would cook. <laughs> um, well, no, I love cooking meat, so you know, any kind of chicken, steak, probably do that. I'll second steak. Uh, <laughs> we go with steak and and nothing but steak. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so let's see. Any business books or life books that you guys are currently reading that are on your nightstand that you would recommend to our audience? Yeah. Um, so you know, there are two books we have um, right now. One is called The Lean Startup, and then the other one is called uh, Blue Ocean Strategy, which is basically you know talking about you know how to create you know a new market. And so you know that's kind of where we fall in because. There isn't a product that exists like ours, so, you know, it, it was actually a challenge to come up with a name with, of our product because we couldn't call it, like, you know, a smart thermostat or a smart stove because technically it doesn't exist. And so, you know, we really, when we started this company, found it challenging to figure out, well, who is our market? Because, again, this product doesn't exist. And so the Blue Ocean Strategy book kind of tells you how to create new markets or if you already have a market, how to approach it differently. Um, so I think those would be... Two great ones. Absolutely. Yeah, Lean Startup's always a great spot. I know Eric uh, just finished crowdfunding his second book, The Leader's Guide um, yeah. to Adopting the Lean Startup at Scale. I just finished that one a few weeks ago. Definitely a good read as well for a follow-up for everybody that read The Lean Startup initially. Mm -hmm. So where do you guys see yourself in five years? Yeah, yeah um, great question. So, you know, obviously with every startup, there there are risks, but you know, in five years, um, we're hoping that, you know, we're still running this company. Obviously, hopefully it'll be bigger than two of us. But we really hope to be, you know, making an impact on home safety. You know, this is one of uh, many devices that will be coming out. We do have a focus on, you know, safety and improving the lives of people. So I um, really look forward to building a great company that actually seeks to improve uh, the lives of people, not, not only here in the United States, but around the world. So. Hopefully in five years, we'll be doing that. And I think if we're doing that, we'll be happy regardless what happens. Absolutely. So last question in the launch round, what does the future of crowdfunding look like to you both? I think crowdfunding is just going to get bigger and bigger. It's such an amazing platform and it really reduces the bar to create a company. You know, before crowdfunding and, you know, the internet and social media, it was, it was really difficult to start a business. Like, how do you reach your end consumer without having millions of dollars behind you whereas you know crowdfunding you have a great idea uh, you build it to a certain point and you enlist the public to help you go further i think it's invaluable i think 
you know, not only is the funding really important for, you know, early companies that, you know, may not have venture capital or angel investors behind you like, like we don't, but, you know, I think the feedback is an invaluable, invaluable asset to, you know, the company's development. So I think crowdfunding is going to be bigger and bigger. And I think every company, any startup should utilize it. Absolutely. Well, this has been great, Ranjit. Akshita, thank you so much. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell us, tell them what you're all about, where they should go, and why they should go by an, an Innerv React. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we've created the first smart stove safety device. Uh, it's a device that goes onto your stove, and if it detects a hazardous situation, it'll turn off your stove for you automatically. So, you know, all of our homes have smoke detectors, but all they do is make make a noise, and they don't help protect you. So. What this device does is if it detects high levels of smoke or flammable gas, it'll automatically shut your stove off. And also, if you leave it on by accident, uh, there's a motion detector there that'll know that and also cut it off for you as well. And there's also a smartphone app that'll send you real-time alerts, and you can even shut your stove off remotely. So it's really a great, valuable device that'll help protect your home and your family. Uh, we're currently on Kickstarter. You can you know, look at our website at www.inerv.com, I-N-I-R-V.com. And you can also find us on Kickstarter. Awesome. Thank you again for tuning in, everyone. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, the full transcript, links to everything we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and BackerKit. Inerv team, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.